On this episode, we talk about switching from account to account to account on the gram. We talk about some T-Swift and Crossroads music. And we talk about other stuff. You ask questions and I answer them. This is the Ask Gary V Show. What's up, everybody? This is Gary Vay Nerdchuck, and this is episode 67 of the Ask Gary V Show. Feeling a little bit better from my post Super Bowl meltdown mentally. That being said, I don't know if you guys caught this, and I think that's some, you know, re, you know, content, content, content. Like, didn't even take a shower, my hair looked like crap. Like, like, I wasn't in the best mood, but many people on the Twitter and in the comments talked about that being their favorite episode yesterday, and I think it had to do with actually good answers, that tie-in thing I did, which is awesome. Big shout out to everybody who's listening on the podcast, been noticing there's a little momentum going on there, and uh, still really debating um, if I should do some original content uh, on the podcast, and are we gonna do the Snapchat original content today? Are we gonna answer a couple quick, really quick? Whether it's today or not, um, maybe tomorrow. Let's do tomorrow, 68 feels. Let's uh, wait for episode 68 to do something special. Um, Because uh, I think that we're gonna start doing some original answers just on Snapchat stories. So follow me on the Snapchat, um, and uh, and I'm excited about that, so we continue to innovate. and I'm in a really good mood, so let's get into episode six, seven. Rob asks, on Facebook, the separate business pages are easy to handle. On Twitter, I can switch between accounts on my iPhone with ease, but not on Instagram. Do I need separate accounts that the app hasn't made it easy to handle? Or is there a way to successfully use one account for all three things without it being jumbled and ineffective? Rob, this is a tremendous question, and what I love about this show, somebody in the comments said this is becoming more like a masterclass mentorship and I think it's because we're doing very specific questions. That's what's great about Q&A. Oh, a couple things by the way, real quick. DRock, Stefan, team, everyone. Great new video that just came out about, you're giving Stefan the credit? Give Stefan, right, because you did the new Twitter one that's about to come out later today too as well. We are crushing the video game. Show Stefan, and he's, he's look, and Stefan, you look at him with the camera. It's like a little meta thing going on. <laughs> um, uh, Let's link that up right here. Will the Twitter video be up by the time this episode goes up? Great, let's put that over here and that one's for you, DRock. And so a couple of new videos on why I love Twitter video and more importantly, because it's just true, more importantly, the one is greater than zero thesis. Um, these videos are great and they're top line thinking. This show is great because it's a practitioner. Let's get to the answer because I'm being long winded here. You know, Twitter and Facebook do make it easy. Instagram's newer. Even though it's become humongous, people forget how young the company is. And uh, you know, it's a pain in the ass, much like was the pain in the ass for me with Wine Library and Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, uh, and on Facebook when I used to have personal pages before fan pages existed, and I maxed out my friends limit. That was a humble brag. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's a pain in the butt, but I think you should separate the three. Instagram has become a safe haven for people to produce con- consume content. They don't want ads, they don't want to see things they don't want to see, and I think it's actually very important on Instagram specifically for you to segment out all three. I do think over time Instagram will figure that out as it evolves as a product, or maybe not, because they want to make that friction so people aren't hitting it too hard from too many different directions, but to answer your question practically, you need to create the three accounts and it's gonna be a pain in the butt because you gotta sign out, sign back in, um, but it's not really that tough. 
Raphael asks, they say you should hire slow and fire quick. How many chances do you give your staff? Raphael, it's funny, on this show multiple times, I talk about the not being crippled by hiring somebody because if they're not good, I'll fire. The truth is, I have struggled for 15 plus years in my career, at least 22, 37. I'd say for the first 15 years of my career, I was not doing a good enough job in the firing department, and it still is something I struggle with. Um, you know, it, it's just not fun. There's nothing worse than firing somebody. There's nothing good about it. I, I usually spend an extra 20 to 30 days just figuring out the justification of like, what, what like, oh, but they were, you know, I'm like, I'm like literally making up stuff to make myself feel better about it. Um, so the truth is, the real answer for me is, we're slow to it. Even, you know, it's one of the things I'm trying to get this company better at is, you know, don't worry any VaynerMedia people watching, but like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, look, it, I've definitely come to learn that you're doing the right thing for them as well because you're just dragging out the process and they're not growing and nothing good is gonna come of that. But um, the answer practically is I, I use my intuition. I really do. Like, You just have to make a gut call sometimes on can you give this person one more chance. We are not in the one, two, or even three strike policy here at Vayner. Um, we have enormous continuity and some of it has to do with the way we fire in my opinion. I think people see us trying to handle things with empathy and grace. Um, and one thing I'm very proud of is when people are let go here, people aren't that surprised, right? And so people are paying attention. Um, but you don't want to hold on too long because then you lose the trust of all the great people. And so, um, you know, I don't think there's a set answer. You got to go on your intuition. I think the more interesting answer is do you think you have the EQ and the people skills and the intuition to do it and if you don't, who do you think has it and empower them to do it? That's the more interesting part. And by the way, that could go left field. Um, I would tell you that if I didn't have that skill, in my early days of Wine Library, I would have courted my mother to come in and be that person because I knew she could do it. So. Even think outside of your employee base. It might be a friend who is not happy in their job, but you know they have the best people skills you've ever seen, and maybe you bring them in for a pseudo HR doing other things and you want them to handle that. It's a, the firing process is immensely important in every organization, one that I don't think people put enough emphasis on, and there's a lot of angles. It's not just firing fast, it's not just not firing, um, it's how you fire. Um, we've been letting some people go, at least recently throughout the last three or four months and I usually am not that close to it anymore because I'm very much trying to scale this but I make sure that I reach out a week or two later when I find out to that person and thank them for if they were here for a day. All those things matter. Ashley asks, do you think brands need to be represented across all social platforms or just the most popular ones? Ashley, good job by the double enforcement because you put up the Instagram but you also hit me up on Twitter and said, yo, answer my question. I like that gusto. Way to get it, girl. Um, I do not think that any brand, that every brand and business should be on every platform. I actually don't also think that they should be just on the popular ones. If you do not know how to communicate or your audience is not there, for example, if you sell mattress, uh, if you sell adult diapers, I would argue that Snapchat is not gonna kill it for you even though it is massively popular, right? If you sell to, uh, selfie sticks that are only made, that are pink and only marketed to 15 year old girls, you know, Facebook starting to become a place where you can debate is not really for you and so I think you need to be in the right place regardless of its size. 
Yik Yak's not the biggest, but I think a lot of college campus pizza shops should be all in on that, right? So it's not the size of the platform. (laughs) Something funny about that. It's not the size of the platform, um, and it's definitely not on everything. Um, It's what's right for your business based on who you're trying to reach. And so if you're looking to try to reach 60-year-old gray-haired business executives, you gotta look at LinkedIn with a much more crucial eye than on Instagram. If you're trying to reach 25 to 45-year-old women, now you get into the Instagram, Facebook game for sure and a little bit less Twitter, definitely Pinterest as well. So if you're trying to reach you know, 28-year-old dudes, Pinterest not as much, right? So you've gotta understand the demo. You've gotta reverse engineer the demo you're selling to or you're aspiring to sell to and that's where you need to story tell around the attention graph of that person predicated on the platform that most matters. Jonathan asks, I import wines from Italy and sell via e-com and through distributors. Currently focusing on obtaining new distribution and have fallen behind on the e-com side. Question, what percentage of my time should be split between each side of the business and what's a good way to balance the two? You know, Jonathan, it's interesting. I'm trying to give a general answer to the whole market, but I know your business so well. When you're importing, I don't know what state you're in, but when you're doing e-commerce, are you selling to the end consumer? Because you can't do that in New Jersey or New York. Are you in a state, maybe he's in California, Kermit Lynch I think does do that, so I think he can. I think in California, I was about to say that, thanks India. In California, because Kermit Lynch does this, you're able to actually sell to the consumer and also sell to distributors. You know, to me, if you can sell e-commerce 100%, you're no dope. You know you're making 50 cents more on every dollar by selling that way than selling to distributors. But what you know is you're not that big and you don't, you're not necessarily a retailer by trade and it takes a lot of money and skill to be able to be a good retailer to sell enough where the distributors are giving you the buying power. So my strategy for you, this is now, I'm giving you as black and white strategies I've given on this show's history. Um, you know, 80% to the distributors, 20% of your time, energy, and money to the consumers. Once you get that established, you spend every minute to turn that into 70 30, 60 40, 50 50, 60 40, 70 30, 80 20, 90 10, maybe 80-20, right? Because you want to get some restaurants and key retailers to bring some awareness to it. Um, and for everybody who's watching, the reason I'm giving him that advice is. He just makes more money if he sells it direct. He's also far more in control where you sell it to distributors, they're maybe giving a deal to a retailer, that retailer sells it cheap, and then all of a sudden screws up the pricing in the market, and so um, that's the answer. And by the way, by the way, before you're done editing here, DRock, I know you're kind of mentally in the next one, let's turn this show into more tangible, like that was fun. That was super specific. And I'm good enough to try to make it general because I gave a thesis there of like when you control it versus when you don't. But like, I'm super pumped if you want to go on the Instagram and this is how you give a question. Let's put a link up here because I want more Instagram photos to get on the show um, to ask a question. Uh, you can go very specific. Don't feel the pressure of making it broad. If you're like, how do I pick this needle out of this haystack in my farm in Nebraska, in Chauncey, Nebraska with my pig named Don, I mean, go detailed. I know that was a weird example, but you get the gist. Casey asks, Hey Gary, I'm smiling in this pick, but really I'm holding back tears and my heart is heavy because Seahawks lost and I bet $225. I've listened to Drake, The Weeknd, Gene Aiko, and even Party Next Door, but the pain is too much. How do I cope? Casey, I hear you, man. I've got a couple pieces of advice. You know, you should probably do what I do, which is heavy rotation of two songs, one from Bone Thugs and Harmony and one from T-Swift. Put those on loop, back and forth, go about 17 T-Swift, Seven crossroads, you know, you know, 
seven more T-Swift, like, you know, kind of like seven, 17, seven, 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 sevens are good. Listen to them on repeat, drown your sorrows. Then take the pain and put in this very special compartment, right? Put the pain in a compartment and build on that pain. Every time you have pain, put it in there and let that be an engine for the revenge that you will strike against your enemies. That's what I'm doing in football. Question of the day. I expect you to the watch, to the, to the, just leave it, D-Rock. I expect you to watch the uh, one is greater than zero video and uh, I would like you to critique it. Give me your two cents on the one is greater than video in the comment section. And by the way, I do appreciate the critiques. Something that, ha- I brought this up once before, something that happened on Wine Library TV that is not happening on the Ask Gary V show is people were not so listening to just answer the question of the day, they were also critiquing the show, going a little deeper into questions. I'd like to see that compound a little bit more in the community. So take that into consideration, hardcore, hardcore, hardcore Vaynernation people. As a matter of fact, what about, do we have the wristbands? We have the Nation wristbands, the green ones, right? I want to start randomly awarding some people that are doing the right things in the comments with like, so as a matter of fact, Andrew, do me a favor. Over the next week or two, watch the community comment section. See who you like, what's going on. Reach out to them directly um, and, uh, and, uh, and get their address and let's send out some wristbands. Cool. We'll get into that. You keep asking questions. I'll keep asking. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I smiled too because D-Rock smiled. He knew exactly what I was doing. Uh, India smiled too. She's like, Phew. more content. For-